Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 48. In this episode, we're going to be talking about life optimization, how to optimize your life for success, happiness, wellness, and fulfillment in every important area of your life. Life, success, and the way that you truly want to live doesn't just happen. It doesn't matter how talented you are, who you know, and many times even where you came from. Nothing just happens. If you studied the most successful people in the world, in all different industries, backgrounds, countries, in every area of the world, they all have a common trait, methodical thinking. They have a reasoning, a massive example of why they are where they are. Their preparation, their focus, their skill sets, their day-to-day, the way that they handle adversity. When you diagnose and study these people's lives, there's no surprise why they're so successful. I'm going to go through four simple tips that are going to help you diagnose your life and figure out, one, where are you at right now? What are you doing good? What shortcomings do you currently have that you need to improve to optimize your life to be the most successful? And then two, how to truly make the necessary changes so you can optimize your life for success. First one, mindset and your mental health. Nothing else matters if your mindset is messed up. It doesn't matter how great you are. It doesn't matter how talented you are at your skill sets. If you don't have the right mindset, if your mental health is not where it needs to be, it's going to be nearly impossible to truly be successful. We have more than 70,000 thoughts Per day, which means we don't talk to one single person in the world, or if you're at a busy office, or if you're on the phone with people all day long, we will never have as much as 70,000 thoughts per day, which means we don't talk to anybody as much as we talk to ourselves. What are the thoughts? What are the things? What are the things that you think about every single day when you are talking to yourself? Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they pushing you in the right direction? If you look at a person's words, their thoughts, and the way that they think, you can really predict their future. We can oftentimes become our worst enemies because we think so negatively. We don't think highly of ourselves. We don't have vision or we aren't thinking positive and we're not looking at an optimistic future for our life. And it's because we are our biggest enemies. If you're telling yourself every single day that you just don't know if you're good enough, it's not going to work out, you're worrying about making rent and making enough money to get by, and those poisonous thoughts are going into your brain and then ultimately your subconscious and changing the way that you feel, act, and operate every single day, it's going to be detrimental to your life. In the same sense, if you have 70,000 thoughts of positivity, you're full of optimism, and you're solving problem after problem and pushing yourself towards your goals and your future life, and you are your biggest cheerleader, but also a person that's holding yourself accountable, imagine how different your life can be. If you understood the magnitude of how thoughts truly affect the human body and the human brain, you would never think a bad thought again. Life is crazy enough. People, as we know, are crazy enough. 
Why should we be so hard on ourselves? We have to equip our thinking to build ourselves up to be able to handle the things that we want. Because in life, we do not get what we want. We get what we can handle. You won't be the CEO if you can't handle being the CEO. You can't be the number one sales rep. You can't be the best engineer, the best lawyer, the best doctor, unless you can handle doing those things. There's a certain amount of workload, stress, pressure that comes with moving up in life and accomplishing the goals that we want. And we have to realize that getting something before we are ready for it is not a blessing, it's a burden. And so we have to start equipping and training our minds to be able to handle those things. Let's think about this. Our mind is so precious, we have to protect it. What are you listening to each day? Who are you listening to each day? If you're around people that when you tell them about your day or what's happening at work, they come up with negative thoughts. They go, ah, don't think too big. You know, I tried to do the same thing, but it didn't work out for me. Or, you know, a lot of people have tried that. It it doesn't seem to work out. I think you should do something more conservative. I think you should do something with more security. Try that later. You can try it then, but uh, be careful now. Many times it's not them thinking that you can't do it. It's they think they can't do it at all. They're projecting their own fears into you. And what's so important is that we need to be around winners. And we need to be around people that believe in us. And if that means you got to walk alone for a short season of your life, then do it. Do it. But you have to hear the right voices in your head. The way that you can do this is you have to train your subconscious mind. One of the best recommendations that I could ever give is by utilizing affirmations and something called auto-suggestion. Auto-suggestion is a form of self-hypnosis. You are training your brain how to feel. We have to teach our brain. And if you think about this in your childhood, we all have different traumas, negative experiences, and things and difficulties that we had to get through throughout our life. This could have been in our our teens and toddler years. This could be in college. This could have been in high school. This could be in early adulthood. We've all faced different challenges. And it shaped us to feel and think the way that we are. So if we can reprogram our mind to think and feel in any way, why not do it? Think about the person that you want to create yourself into becoming. And I want you to utilize certain words that are clear and concise and that your brain fully understands what they mean. For example, if you say, I like apples or I like apple, your brain doesn't know what that means because you could have a red apple, you could have a green apple, you could have an iPhone, you could have an iMac, you could be thinking about Steve Jobs, you could be thinking about the Apple logo. It's not as concise. But if you say jump, your brain knows what jump is. It's very concise. So it's important to say words that are clear and they have direct, direct, they have, they have clear direction on how you need to feel and what you're telling your brain to do. And you need to attach that statement with feeling and emotion. So for example, if you're trying to become more confident, say, I am confident literally 500 times. But while you're saying it, 
You need to make sure that you visualize and feel yourself being confident. Think of a time in your past where you were just killing it and everything was working out for you and kind of capture that feeling of how that was feeling and say it over and over and over and over and over again. If you're happy, say you're happy 500 times, but also visualize and feel what it feels like to be happy. You have to reprogram and train your brain. This is not a destination that after you do this for three months, you're good. You don't have to worry about it. No, instead, this is a forever process that you need to maintain and to provide maintenance for every single day. Would you rather the world dictate your life and your feelings or would you rather dictate those things? If that's the case, then utilize auto-suggestion and start shaping the way that you feel so you can set yourself up for success. Two is your environment. I think there's no out of the four that we're talking about today, probably the most lacked section and something that people just truly do not pay attention to is their environment. Where do you live? Who are your neighbors? What people, what families, what jobs do they have? What is their income levels? What is their culture? What is their religion? What are their values? Do they align with your values and your core beliefs? It's important to set up an environment that can make you happy. If you guys have ever seen the movie Limitless, and it's a it's a it's a fictional movie, but it's it's a movie that he took this pill that helped him access his entire brain, and he became super smart and really wealthy, and it's a really good movie. But what ended up happening is the once he took that pill, the very first thing that he did was not get a loan and start investing in all these stocks, start some business, get some new job, start reading. He cleaned his house. His house was a pigsty or his apartment. And he cleaned every single ounce of it to where it was orderly and it was in line. And clutter affects the human brain so much that many times, if you look how dirty a person's car is or house is or apartment is, it's probably a large indicator of how dirty or how messy or how unorganized their operation, their business, their job, their day-to-day, their personal life is also the same way. So have a clean space. This requires almost no money. Keep your house clean. Next, make sure that you're around people that align and match with your values. If you believe in certain things, you're not going to be happy if you're around people that think totally opposite of you. And that's not that you're not open to other ideas, but you need to be around people that align with your morals and your values. And this is extremely important if you have kids and you want to raise them in the right environment. Next is are you around people that are pushing you to become better? A couple different times. So when, when I moved out of a family member's house after I was in a tough situation and I finally started making some good money in sales, the first thing I did is I figured out what is the nicest apartment or condo in Houston. I wanted to live there because I wanted to enter an environment that the second I walked in, pretty much everyone in the building was better than me. And what's interesting is when I did this, I didn't really network. I had small talk, and but mostly minded my business. But because I was entering a presence of people that were in peace, that had businesses, that had great jobs, that were successful, they were always working out, they were always motivated. They weren't up all night partying, but they were focusing on their families and their success and their happiness. I had no choice but to level up. And if I didn't, I couldn't live there. I wouldn't be able to afford it. 
And because I was in such a peaceful environment where I wasn't getting woken up by roommates yelling, I wasn't hearing loud music through the walls every single night. I was in an environment where I could go down five or 10 floors and have this beautiful gym overlooking the city. Now, I realize not everyone can make these jumps immediately, but why not start saving and setting up your life to live in the true, truly the neighborhood you want to live in, in the area of town that makes you happy? Everybody has different preferences, but be in an environment that pushes you to be better because your energy, the energy of the things around you and the people around you are going to affect the way you feel and ultimately perform in your work, in your relationships, and as a father or a mother or a brother or a sister or whatever the case may be. Your environment affects you. Three is your finances. We have to eliminate emotions when it comes to your finances. If you operate off of your emotions and you do things on a whim and you don't track, you don't budget, you don't allocate money to save and to invest, you're going to deal with issues. Money is a finite resource, meaning if it just sits there and ain't going to do nothing unless it's in a vehicle or it's in an investment or it's in something that's going to help and appreciate and make you money. The most thing, most important thing that you need to understand about money is that money in itself is worthless. If you were stuck on a random island in the middle of nowhere and you had $10 million, you would rather a can of soup. All money is is a database and a system to track the transfer of goods and services between people and businesses. So when you understand that, we have to realize, one, you have to add more value to people, and to businesses. You have to add value. If you add more value to the marketplace, you're going to make more money. But even in a more simple term, how do we look and build our finances in a way that's going to set yourself and your family up for happiness and success, but also security and abundance? What's important is how many of us don't even know what we actually need to make. Now, I'm not talking about to survive, meaning, oh, I have rent this much, I got to make 5K a month net. Well, what about investing? What about if you get a flat tire? What happens if your engine blows out? What happens if there's an emergency or a health scare, you got to help a family member? How are you going to pay for it if you're only making 5K a month and all of your overhead is 5K? So you have to plan for your future. A rule that I have is you can never not invest at least 10% of your income in yourself and in your future. Meaning, on your worst month ever, you're investing 10% of your income in stocks, in real estate, in your business, in some type of investment that is appreciating in money and paying you in cash flow. But the target is as high as 40% or higher. So that 10 to 40% range, you need to allocate each month into your investments and your wealth and your net worth. Along with that, you need to build your income around you investing 10 to 40% of your income. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you need $10,000 to take care of your family. Let's say you have two kids. You have a wife or you have a husband or whatever the case may be. And this is for your kid's school, Healthcare, food, shelter, cars, insurance, the whole nine yards. But you also want to invest $1,000 a week 
into stocks and into real estate and into different areas. That means if you have to make $10,000, that means you really have to make $14,000 net after taxes. That means you have to be able to take that extra $4,000 and invest it, but your rest in that $10,000 is covering all of your overhead and your costs, which means we still got to account for taxes. So you add another 30 or 40% on top of that, which means you probably need to make anywhere from $17,000 to $20,000, depending on where you live, to position yourself to one, invest into yourself, and two, have all of your needs and 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 family and security and everything met so you can operate in a successful way. Next is eliminate stressful misconveniences. Okay, when you have money, freak out money situations just becomes mi- just becomes a minor inconvenience. So what I would recommend is each person has a certain amount of money that will handle any crazy thing that could happen in their life. For example, if you're young, 20-something-year-old, typically the biggest issue you could have is a flat tire, an engine issue, maybe a small health scare. So something typically under 2,500 bucks. But maybe you're an adult, you have more expenses, you have more operating costs, maybe you have kids, maybe you're paying a mortgage and a lot of different things. And maybe you want to set up, where it's like, you know what? I want to have six months of overhead completely covered. So there's not a thing, my boss, a thing, that company, or anything that could happen in the market where I could be derailed in a six-month period. So you may need to save that 50000 60000 100000 whatever the case may be. So that's what I like to call FU money, meaning no one can corner you. You have the necessary leverage to make the decisions that you truly want to make that make you happy and fit your lifestyle. Set yourself up for success. Okay. Next, family and personal life. So many times we see people, and I know this from having so many employees over the last few years, is nothing can run the success and the happiness of a person along with their work life if their personal life is all over the place. You have to make sure that you are around the right people and your family and your personal life is in order. The most important word that you need to know to first set that up to be successful is no. We don't have to fix everyone. We don't have to solve everyone's problems. We're not put on this earth to fix everyone. That doesn't mean we don't help people. That doesn't mean we don't give to charities. That doesn't mean we give someone some quick advice and maybe a help in hand. But it is not a project or a full-time job to take care of someone, including your family. What happens is when you constantly become a crutch for other people, not only do they start relying on it, but it cripples their future. You have to tell people no. And one of the most freeing experiences I learned is that, Grant, can I borrow this? Can I do this? Can I do this? Nope. I'm good, man. Thanks. Well, why not? Don't want to. And just walk away. And what's interesting is what you'll learn about people that utilize people as crutches and take advantage of them is you as the good person or as the helping hand, are interchangeable. We think that if we don't help them, they'll be done for. But let me tell you something. These people are crafty at finding new people to utilize as a crutch. They will find someone else. And regardless of that situation, 
you ruining your success, your family's well-being, and the people around you's well-being and happiness is not worth one person who doesn't need, who doesn't want to do the right things and just helping them and giving them all these things and running your life in the meantime. You have to tell people no. Next is you don't owe anybody your time. Your time is the most valuable possible asset you can ever imagine. We have to make sure that we're spending it with the right people. If your friends, your family member, if they're not making you better, if they're not encouraging you, supporting you, believing in you, they are going to limit your success and your happiness. Be around people that push you to become a better person. As over the last couple of years, as I've grown so much, is when I was really starting out my journey, building my company and doing all these different things, I didn't have anybody to relate to. Because everyone I grew up with and was friends with in college, while they're great people, at the time, they just weren't doing the things that I was doing. They didn't have the same motivations and drive that I did. And so how could I relate to them? So I kind of pulled myself away and focused on myself. And when you remove the wrong people from your life, it gives the right people an opportunity to come into your life. When you think about the best of the best in the world, and I call them A players. If an A player walks into a room or a company and it's full of C and D players, they're lazy, they're negative, they don't perform, an A player will not stick around. They will leave. Top of the line people want to be around other people who are also high performers. They want to be around people who are like them. So if you're around all of these bad people, you're going to cause really amazing people who are incredible, who are successful, who are fun people to not stay around. They will leave you. And you have to be willing to walk away, keep your standards high so you can get the right people in your corner so you can help them, they can help you, and most of all, so you guys can be happy and enjoy your life. This is not supposed to be easy. And a rule that I've always used and given to myself is I would always go, If I can't handle making this difficult decision, then I do not deserve, nor will I be able to handle any of the things that I want in life. I never think about the, I always think about the first person I ever had to fire and I was stressed and I was nervous and I was always worried, you know, this is so difficult. And I thought to myself, if I can't handle letting this person go in a job that they're not successful at to help them get somewhere else where they can be happier and more successful, then how can I handle a hundred times more people that are working on my team? How can I handle to make difficult decisions to help my organization, my family, my people, our employees, our customers to be in the right situations? If you can't say no to a negative friend, why do you think you want the things that you want? It's one person. And if you can't handle that, how can you handle anything bigger? We have to have vision and we have to think bigger, but many times life is a lot more simple than we think it is. If, you, if you're thirsty, drink water. If you're tired, sleep. If you're around people that make you sad, don't hang out with people that make you sad. Life is many times more simple than we think it is, but we're so clouded by our emotions and feelings and little problems, petty things that happen throughout our day that it clouds our judgment 
and causes us to not be what we're capable of. Simplify your life and focus on the things that you know you need to do to be successful. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, I can't thank you more, like so much for all the support and love that you guys give. I also appreciate all the messages, the reviews, and everything that you guys give. It means the world. And I also love all the feedback. And as always, you guys can check me out on all of my social media channels at Grant Mitt. And if you guys haven't already and you're looking for a new career, or you're looking to enter in a fast-growing industry where you can make six to seven figures, control your lifestyle, we opened up the Mitt Solar Sales Partnership where we're bringing on sales partners to work with us, utilize one of the largest install networks in the country with project management support and technology that will help you be the most successful that you could ever imagine in the solar industry. So if you guys are interested in that, check out the link in my bio, my social media channels, check out Mid Group and Mid Solar. We're happy to help you guys out. Other than that, I hope you guys have an incredible week and I'll see you again for the next podcast. Thanks guys.